0: Hello. Tonight I'm thinking about riding, overheating, and overcrowding. The temperature has bounced back to, well, technically a seasonal norm, I think. But we had experienced a week full of delightful weather in the low to mid twenty. well, low to lower mid 20s 20 degrees celsius i don't know the conversion on that you'll have to do that on your own if you need to but let's just say that room temperature that that bastion standard is 21 degrees celsius and that's kind of where i like it to be humidity starts to make that feel much more uncomfortable but even the humidity had dropped down quite a bit but the temperature had risen back up ...into what has become the new seasonal norm. And whether it is actually normal or not, that's another debate. Everybody has that moment where they start to think that their childhood had much different weather. But maybe it didn't. You were just used to it. Nonetheless, I spent the entire day, pretty much, except for a notable exception... um, ...hiding away from the heat. Basically hugging my air conditioner with a fan on the other side of me... trying ...trying to feel normal... Once I get to that level of heat, I I really can't function all that well, unless I've got something truly that's distracting me or, or I, you know, some other way of, of mitigating it. I'm noticing more and more the last few years, I'm just not willing to tolerate it. Maybe it's because I have an air conditioner now before I had the air conditioner. I had no choice but to tolerate it. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. I don't know, but I did go out for my walk. I haven't mentioned it, but they've now gone the full seven days, a walk every single day. So we've, we've I've hit that threshold at least. Uh, I think it's a seven days. Honestly, I've lost track of what day of the week this is. Uh, yes, it should be seven days in a row. And the walk this time, I meant to kind of meander. Um, well, one of the ways that I've been able to motivate, motivate myself to walk is, is a grocery store not too far away. And if I approach it from the proper completely wrong angle as oblique as I possibly can it takes me 20 minutes to get there Uh, if I walk back straight it takes me five minutes maybe and that's with a heavy load of groceries but it makes for a pretty good destination and what I'm essentially needing to do is I want to walk for 20 minutes or more so I walk until my timer says 10 or 15 minutes and then start heading back and therefore I know exactly how long it's going to be. But this time it took me further downtown. Uh this is not a huge town to be to be honest, a huge city, but I I like it. And much of the the lower part of the town, the town is split more or less in the middle by a hill and by a river on the other side. So really it's only about a third of the town is on this low lowest part the the West Platte, as it's sometimes referred to, but it took me downtown, and then I realized that I wasn't that far away from the farmers market. Uh, we have a, a tremendously good farmers market here. Uh, it is a place where I often will buy fresh vegetables from farmers all around, as well as uh, some tasty treats and some local um, carved goods or whatever it happens to be. A lot of a lot of it really is groceries for me. But I haven't been there for over a year and a half. It would have been in March uh, of 2020, probably actually in February of 2020, when I last gone, and I missed it. It was part of my Saturday morning routine to go there, to have a buffalo burger, to get some uh, some sausages or some meats or some sliced meats, get some fresh orange juice, and see what was see what was around, see what people had created. It's a delightful, a delightful atmosphere. I, I'm, I'm more or less an introvert, um, and I've, I've talked a bit about this in my on the show. But I, it's a weird sort of introversion because it's an introversion so long as uh, I'm around people who don't know me. Uh, sorry, it's an extroversion if I'm around people who don't know me. But the moment that I am known by anyone in the crowd, I feel very self-conscious. Fortunately, not enough people really know me, uh, so I'm often able to kind of blend into the background. This kind of touches a little bit into what I suggested yesterday about theater, about not wanting to be a participant in the theater, but rather wanting to be in the audience. So I made my way over in that direction, and I didn't go. I didn't go because uh, of a couple of things, but not least of which there were a lot of people there. And there were a lot of people without masks. Now, we have officially in the province declared ourselves into a green stage. Technically, it's quite true that we have very low transmission, actually very few, very, very limited uh, community transmission, mostly travel cases, of course. I'm talking about COVID-19. It hasn't hit us necessarily all that bad. We've been very vigilant about it. But recently we reached the sort of end stage, which is happening all over North America. It certainly happened in Europe as well, uh, almost universally. However, there is a period of time after that where people realize it's not quite, it's not quite ready. We're, we're a little too early. And so we're not really sure what sort of stage we're in seeing that evidence. I mentioned before how the Maritimes have this sort of joking and somewhat uh, um, spite filled reputation of being, you know, five minutes late for everything or five years out of date for everything. And to a certain degree, that's not entirely untrue. And certainly in this case, as we look to the rest of the world and the, the concern about a fourth wave, it, it, it fills me with some concern. I've been very, precautious, very cautious with the, the wearing the mask as much as I need to, but also mostly just avoiding the confrontation where there will be situations where I would need to. I go to grocery stores. I really haven't gone anywhere else for the last year and a half, except one visit to a restaurant, and even that it was very strange, uh, and uh, one visit to theater uh, that wasn't outdoors. And so I saw the majority of people not wearing masks in this area. And I just couldn't quite do it yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not quite ready for that. I'm not quite ready to open up the optional things in my life, with the risk that's still involved, even though the risk is vanishingly small. We have no more than I believe at present, um, something like 50 active cases. I I don't even think it's that high. That's it. 50. Um, few of them are hospitalized. I think almost all of them are travel based or can be tracked based back to a travel situation but I'm not quite there yet. And I'm not sure when I will be. This is a question, of course, that so many of us have been asking over the last year. And I'm extraordinarily sympathetic for those leaders who have to lead, who have to tell people when and make the decisions when people can go back to being together and not masking and so forth. Because it is all uncertain, and I know how uncertain that actually is. But I also know that just like the way that I have saved any money throughout my life is by deciding not to buy the thing that I was interested in, deciding not to indulge myself in the thing that I wanted, and simply living life in the meantime to the best of my ability in the more limited capacity or the natural limited capacity. It's the same sort of thing with this. Now, uh, as an aside, I will say that um, I've indulged in delivery food probably more the this past year and a half than I ever have, and so uh, <laughs> that savings I was talking about has been somewhat uh, defeated, uh, to a smaller degree at least, uh, by uh, by the cost of of, of uh, food delivery. But it was very warm today, and once I had, I did stop into a grocery store briefly, Um, and uh, once I... Actually, no, I didn't today. I was going to, but I didn't. Once I returned home, it was simply going into survival mode. It's too hot. I'm just going to stay in my small air-conditioned space and see what I can do. What I ended up doing was a lot of watching of YouTube, but at one point, I, I just sat down with a... Well, actually, it came before I sat down with the empty word processor, but Because I I didn't, I've been wanting to write, as I've said before, but I didn't know what. And not only have I been having difficulty with confronting just lots of people (laughs) on the same space for any reason uh, over the last year and a half, or certainly in the last half year, it's been more uh, of an issue. I'm also not a person who likes uh, direct confrontation. I just don't. I don't, partially because... I don't know how to manage the situation. In this particular case, it's a dispute with a neighbor. This is a non-smoking building. One of the reasons that I wanted to move here was it's a non-smoking building. And they smoke. They smoke weed, which is legal and not morally reprehensible at all. But they smoke a lot of it. And they do so on the, on the balcony just below mine. And, of course, that means that I frequently smell the terrible, absolutely skunk-like um, uh, smoke wafting into my, my room. Uh, my air conditioner opens up out to the balcony, so it actually draws in that air. Uh, the only way to get airflow through the rest of the apartment is to have the door of the balcony open, so it wafts into that. The hallway outside, the hallway that, that leads between apartments uh, to the front door, that also smells quite strong. So I'm not pleased with this, and I've been working on a strategy about how I might confront them on this. I haven't figured that out yet. Because I want to be able to do it on a solid ground. I want to have a decent argument. The simple arguments don't often work. This is something that I've found with past encounters, which makes me somewhat uh, dubious. Not encounters with them, but encounters in general. Is that logic and reasonableness rarely actually count for anything, and so I'm trying to find some other way to do it. Do I approach it in a humorous way? Do I approach it in a pleading way or a genuine way? Do I approach it in a threatening way? These are all different approaches that you can certainly take. None of them are particularly natural to me. So, whatever approach I want to take, I have to invent, I have to prepare for. So, I've run through the arguments, I've run through the stances, I've run through the emotional tones I want to hit. I've run through the circumstances. I could walk by their balcony and say hello, which I've thought about doing, or I could walk to their door. If I approach them when they're smoking, well, they're smoking pot. So they may or may not be even able to respond to uh, reason or logic or emotion at that point. Uh, In previous encounters with these people, uh, at least one of them in particular, they were very angry for no apparent reason and approached me. Their approach to me was angry. Actually, the reason they gave was they were angry that water was dripping from my balcony. It had rained. It wasn't that I had spilled a lot of water from my watering plants as they had claimed. But at that particular point, I'd used the argument that they were outside and so had to expect water to potentially be there. It wasn't a perfect indoor space which damages my logic against telling them not to smoke. Although it's quite clear that the no smoking applies to the premises. The rules are somewhat more vague on exactly how far the premises extend. Yes, I I looked up the Rentalsman Agreements, and I looked up the Rentals Act, and I looked up my own own, uh, uh, agreement, and it seems a little bit vague. So I haven't also reported this to the landlord. That's another approach I'm considering. So all of this is the backdrop of of frequent uh, interruptive anger for me. Every once in a while, I smell that telltale stank and just want to throttle somebody. But I don't. Instead, I try to be, well, fair isn't exactly the word, tolerant, perhaps, and try to understand it. Try to even find the sensation to be joyous or try to find it to be positive. Uh, it's not entirely an unpleasant smell. Actually, it is an entirely unpleasant smell. It reminds me of a more pleasant smell, which I've actually enjoyed. <sighs> but I am patient. And I has have a feeling that they may not last here very long. But I don't know if that's true or not. So what is a person to do indoors, unable to really bring themselves to confront this but still experiencing it. Well, if I were an artist, I would use it. So maybe I'm an artist because I started writing. I opened up the blank word processor because I had a thought. I had a thought about this, this, this moment being a catalyst of some kind. And so I decided to write what I could and see where it went. Now, the energy petered out uh, after a while. I, I wish I had actually paid attention to how much time had passed. I, I didn't. But I, I, I forced myself to finish what I was intending to write, which was a sentence outline, essentially, of the story. Uh, I, there was rattling around the back of my head uh, something called the, I believe, the 40 sentence approach, which is an outline in 40 sentences. And I wrote sixty three sentences, I believe it was, in the final final draft well, final first draft of this of this thing. But it ended up with being a story, and I think that's where I'm actually going to write my story. So in an indirect way, sadly, this this annoying phenomenon is the spur to write. And that is an irony that I find also kind of painful, and yet more likely Uh, or more often I would find something like that to be extraordinarily hilarious. Someone who goes on and on about serendipity and the coincidences and how they can be used. I cannot ignore such a thing hanging in front of me. And so I may write this story. I hope I do. I hope I can make it interesting enough that I want to write this story. I have major holes in what I've written so far. The whys and wherefores of the events that take place, I have no idea. And I do need to have them. I need to have them, even if they aren't fully explained within the context of the story. Although I think that they should be. It's interesting, too, as I was writing through this and starting to fletch out, uh, you know, characters as I went along. And identify who I would want to have and how I would want to identify them and that sort of thing. And seeing the twin influences of the many number of Hallmark movies and Hallmark mystery movies that I have been watching, uh, reaching in and, uh, and, and pulling into the, the writing some elements of them. I don't know what, what elements are really end up in the final edit of it. I'm trying to resist those just as I try to resist, uh, the, 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 over formulaic sometimes plots of some of these things, or the 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 fact that they uh, you know they always end up together in those romance movies, or they always understand and find everything uh, together. But I'm at the same time I'm I'm sort of thrilled again, the mix of emotions, uh, being both uh, aghast and uh, delighted by <laughs> the same sort of things. So we shall see. In any case, I've been wandering out loud, uh, this sounds, I, I, I've been listening to my own episodes recently, which is not a practice I generally make. And honestly, it takes me longer because I do these way too long episodes. What the hell? But I, I hope it does not come across as pretentious. Um, when I tell you that this is episode 1072 of a 30 day challenge, I find that to be amusing and hilarious and I am amused by that fact. Uh there's a little bit of pride involved of course in having succeeded so far but at the same time I, I think I I do this in part I do that in part I suppose give the number to show that the inspiration from doing the dog days of podcasting is real. Find out more about dog days of podcasting at dogdaysofpodcasting.com listen to all the episodes of everyone else I did the calculation. It truly is about seven hours worth of material so far. And I am encaffeinated one at, at incaffeinated.ca, and I will talk to you again tomorrow. So have a good day. Stay cool. And don't breathe too deeply if smoke comes your way. <sighs>